0: Well, Jim, this morning here, we want to welcome Lucy Hackett to our radio broadcast. Lucy has been at The Haven for four years, and we are so glad to have
1: you. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here.
2: Well, Lucy, we're excited to have you on. And could you share for our listeners, I know Reverend Kaiser had mentioned it a little bit, what's your title at the mission, and maybe describe a little bit of what that job entails.
1: Well, I used to be a communications specialist, but now it's Grant's and communications specialist um, so my position is a bit detailed but I will try to just uh, breeze over it for you I'm part of a team of seven the development team and I work closely with the director of development dr. Yvonne Brake mm-hmm. and many of my duties uh, before landing a successful grant award include researching And that can be time-consuming because I have to look for new foundations and corporations who align with our mission guidelines and share the same interests of serving in our uh, community. I sift through the existing ones as well, and I see how much they gave last. Sometimes I'll ask for a higher amount, and depending on how large the foundation is and what they can offer, Um, the fundraising databases that I uh, sift through our foundation directory online, grant station, and instrumental. I browse their profile pages on the internet and I can see their fundraising interests, geographical focus, RFPs or requests for proposals, which uh, describes what they want in the application, who and how much they gave to in the past, giving limitations, and their contact information. And it's really cool when I see um, what they gave to the mission if I happen to see that they gave yes. and were listed there.
0: So let me cut in on that. So sure. Your responsibility, as you said, grant and communication, these are some of the things that you have to research in regards to applying for a grant for the Haven Rest Ministers. Is this correct? Correct, yes. So there's a lot of research that goes into it. And in that research, uh, because of the questions that are asked in regards to our ministry, uh, who are we? you have to go to a lot of departments
1: as well to get that information. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. So that's the gathering data phase <laughs> before I start writing it and compiling it. Yes. Um, so that gathering data is important because it includes uh, external and internal. And some of the external is uh, from continuum of care. I know the mission works closely with them and gives their input and helps them in many ways. Um but internally, I bug a lot of staff to get the information. (laughs) I'll email, I'll knock on their doors, I'll call, I'll I'll, uh, leave stuff in their mailboxes. Um, But, you know, I go to you, Reverend Kaiser, and I knock on your door for input and direction on the writing, and Jim Cole, I'll bug him for what's in Mission Tracker, and all the outputs, outcomes, and, um, you know, goals and objectives, and more. (laughs) Uh, So, but I take everything then to Director of Development, Dr. Yvonne Brake, for final approval, and sometimes she'll change things, and ask the tough questions to make the writing sharper. And then um, also the proofing team um, consists of Jennifer Hug, as well as, uh, you know, you, Reverend Kaiser, Yvonne Brake, and Katrina Henry. And for more information about the women and moms with children and programs and services happening at the Harvest Home and Women's Day Room, I'll ask Director of Women's Division, Kathleen Turner, her assistant, Luann Winters, child advocate, Joy Manda, and her assistant, Emily Bloom, Client Services Manager, Isabel Faltisco, and Harvest Home Secretary, Libby Johnson. And for information about the men and men and the programs and services happening at the mission, as well as at the Client Services Center in the main Men's Day Room, I call on Director of Men's Division, Jesse Schlebaugh, and Resident Services Manager, Steve Dobo, also Manager of Client Services, Dwight Johnson. And for what the guests are learning and how their job hunt is going, I contact the Learning Center staff, career development coordinator LJ Dalton, and education coordinator Jack Hug. Volunteers are very important, and we get hundreds of unique volunteers who add up to several thousand visits per year. So coordinator Jan Pluck's assistant, Kelly Green, is a great asset when I have questions about the volunteers and mm-hmm. their duties. I have had questions for food service manager, Jonel Muth, assistant food service manager, Kirk Levine, after care coordinator, Rob Cochran, and human resources benefits manager, Lori Twilliger, and evening chaplain, Louie McClott.
2: So, Lucy, our listeners just heard <laughs> a good portion of the staff at Haven Absolutely. of Rest. Named. Yes, so yes. for you to do your job, you're talking to... Virtually every department right. gathering information on everything that's happening, <laughs> right? So that people can, uh, largely, grants and foundations can mm-hmm. hear about the work of Haven of Rest in, in a way that's not just a story, but also quantifiable. Like you're able to give them data based on what we're doing. Yes, and uh, and I think our listeners that'll be important to know. Like we've we've talked a lot about um, how we get the information and mm-hmm. and who we're reaching out to and how you find those grants. Um, I know our listeners are probably wondering. Uh, these grants and foundations would be private. This is no public dollars. Right. Um, and you'd mentioned, and, and I heard and I appreciated this, you had mentioned that these are, uh, they align with the mission of Haven of Rest. So we're yes. we're, we're we're not, uh, as an organization, chasing dollars and changing who we That's are. Right. We want to make sure that, um, g- trusting in God's faithfulness, yes. right. that we'll find partners who agree with the mission of Haven of Rest, that That's we can correct. walk alongside and do this work together. And, uh, and you're a huge part of that. And so we... Mm-hmm. Um, we really appreciate the amount of detail and work that goes into a job like this. Right. Um, and you've been a great asset to the mission. So, Lucy, I know you've prepared a lot for this interview, and so mm-hmm. I want to be able to touch on some of the, the, the other aspects um, that you came ready to talk about today. Yes. So if we could, um, let's transition to another part of, of the discussion. And uh, if we could look a little bit at some of your other um facets of your job sure so describe that a little bit for our listeners
1: okay uh, but I just want to include there. there's still more staff but I won't list them uh, but yeah there's more people that I go to and but you know the writing of uh, the proposals are a big deal because um, you know I have to compile all the information which is the next step and you have to draw draft a strong request for support and then have, you know, others go through it make sure I have it as detailed as possible. And I like the more eyes on my stuff because the better <laughs> I sound. And um, then I coordinate the proposal information and pull all of the documents together as each uh, grantmaker requests. So I'll s- assemble the final package after printing out multiple pages and labeling envelopes. Some documents, uh, grantor's requests are like the 501c3, list of board members, annual report, operating budget, list of foundations approached, key staff and their affiliations, IRS tax exemption letter, audited financial statement, and I go to the website a lot. Our website has a lot of good stuff on there, havenofrest.org, so I'll pull pull from that. It just occurred to me, Lucy, somebody
2: who might want to have a future in grant writing needs to listen to this broadcast over and over because you're describing to them the skills they're going to need to pull this <laughs> so off.
1: True, so true. I was thinking that, too. Yes. Like Maybe they'll get some ideas uh, from this.
0: So, you know, Lucy, as you, you
1: share about
0: all your responsibilities of, of putting a grant together because it's 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 complex. Mm. We the picture that you you displayed is there's a lot in that and then that goes to the uh the foundations and the where we're looking for grants. But I, I know our listeners are saying, okay, who's Lucy? How did Lucy come to the Haven Arrest Ministries? I know you've been here for four years. Why don't you share a little bit about how you came to the Lord and how did you hear about Haven Arrest and, and, and come to the mission?
1: Sure. I was born, baptized, and raised Catholic, and had my you know first communion and confirmation. But I was never really satisfied with the Catholic Church and just um, the experiences that I've had. Because I know there's a lot of spirit-filled and led Catholics that are you know having an awesome relationship with Christ. But I began seeking after I turned 12 and accepted the Lord in high school when listening to Charles Stanley, Chuck Swindoll, and Mike Kellogg on the radio. And I would also watch Channel 46 on TV and listen to Lester Sumrall, who'd preach at C Broadcasting in South Bend, Indiana. Uh, That's Christian Center Church. I also ended up um, interning at that TV station as well because my college degree is in film, television and theater at the University of Notre Dame. Then I went to get my master's in liberal studies, but I did a lot with uh, TV as um, After that, I went on to work for Trinity Broadcasting for eight years before they closed locally, their small television station. Um, that was off of Fernand Odom Boulevard. Um, there, I worked with Kirk Levine, who's actually working at the mission now in Kitchen. And he kept saying to come to work at Haven of Rest. And I'm like, you know, that sounds good, but I don't feel it just yet. And that was years before I actually applied. And then uh, Rose Rose, um, the... Uh, development officer, mm-hmm. she also, um, you know, suggested that I come work here uh, several years before I actually applied. So, that is kind of what planted the seed. And my husband, when we first moved here in 2008, and that's when I was married, he also was talking about Haven of rest and how it was a fixture in the community and how many people were being helped. And that um, is a great, great um, nonprofit, great ministry. So, um, that's what led me to apply here. <laughs> eventually. Mm -hmm.
2: So Lucy, let me ask this question, and it might not be on your notes. Um, So you've been at Haven of Rest for four years. Uh, You've had experience uh, in other fields, really. Um, Mm. What's it been like working at Haven of Rest for the last four years? Has it, what's the experience been for you personally?
1: Personally, well, covid through a damper on things i would say so i had to really press through that and um but i really like the mission and all that it stands for so and the people here make it easy to work here (laughs) for the most part um it's not as high stress as the uh, tv industry and high paced so but i know i have to push myself to meet deadlines and work ahead of time and um you know with a lot of these grant applications, they have deadlines, but there's also this great competition. So the earlier you submit it, the better off we are. And uh, you don't want to wait till the last minute because so many things can go wrong. Your computer does something funny. It doesn't want to upload. There's another attachment that you didn't see, and they want you to go to five people to get this attachment together. Just <laughs> it gets to be a lot because then you're trying to see if that person's available and you, and they're not too busy to you know uh, pitch in and give their data. So, but. Um, Yeah, just uh, I love working here. It's very um, fulfilling, and I see how the Lord guides my steps many of the days. Um, It's just, you know, being in tune with the Lord is uh, not always easy (laughs) because you get sidetracked. But I try to be uh, focused on him. Very good. Well,
0: you know, Lucy, as we get close to wrapping things up here, uh, one of the things we want to say is thank you. You're welcome. And I'm sure a lot of our uh, listeners out there are very educated on grant writing right now. <laughs> uh, and we appreciate that because we know that there's a lot involved in that. Mm-hmm. But how can our listeners pray for you and maybe your family specifically, uh, Lucy?
1: Well, health uh, for many of my family members and friends uh, is a big deal. As we know, it's for to be for many uh, people in the world today, mostly because of COVID. But, you know, we're getting older and... There's more (laughs) that the body has to face in this world as it uh, disintegrates, (laughs) you could say. But, you know, the quality of food, the quality in the environment, the quality of water is all affecting us as we age. And we have to make better choices and um, stay active. But uh, my stepsons Josiah and Silas, have finished great Christian colleges and are looking for good jobs. So I would ask for specific prayer for them and just for them to seek the Lord's guidance guidance continually and dive into their callings and i guess that's for all of us Mm to dive into our callings (laughs) very good
2: well lucy i know our listeners certainly have um learned a lot today and we've really appreciated the the wealth of knowledge that you bring and uh and the hard work that you put in and i think it's a testimony reverend kaiser to the faithfulness of god um God's been so faithful to this ministry for the last 80 years, and one of the ways he's been faithful is as people like Lucy put in hard work, uh, that we find partners to come along and help the mission, and so Absolutely. many of our listeners are also partners in that same way, Absolutely. that they give regularly, and and so we're just so grateful for God's work here at Haven of Rest, and Lucy, we're really grateful for you and all the work that you put in.
1: Oh, thank you. Uh, I just wanted to share real quick about, you know, how we just need to keep continuing our uh, relationship with Christ and growing with him because I know COVID has put a damper on things and slowed some things down, but some change was good as well. Hebrews 10 through 5 says, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much more as you see the day approaching. So I just encourage everybody to really seek Christ as um, challenges and things arise, but also in thanking him every day for all the blessings.
0: Well, thank you, Lucy, for being a part of the radio broadcast this morning. You're welcome.